murderers decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? Welcome back to another episode of Decoding the Crimeverse. I am Danny. And I am Nongzi Lee. And today we are looking at the case, The Black Dahlia. Can I just say though, I like it when cases have like names. Me too. Like it's cool. I think it, it gives it sort of that, like that edge. It's not just like woman was murdered. It's yeah. like the black. Like it's just so much yeah. effort <laughs> was put in and yeah. we appreciate it. Um, so, for those who don't know, the Black Dahlia was an American woman who was found murdered in Los Angeles, California, and her case became so highly publicized due to the graphic nature of the crime, which included her corpse having been bisected at the waist. Yeah, so it was a, it's another gruesome one. <laughs> Again, who chose this gruesome one? Like, <laughs> <Not> me! <laughs> like, never in my life do I go, ooh, that's disgusting, let's do that one. I'm always like, no, let's I'd do the little girl. I'd actually seen it in a TV show and I didn't realize it was as gruesome as it turned out to be. Mm. I just thought it was interesting. Edward Gein. Black Dahlia. We are the crime show. And <laughs> they are gruesome crimes. So I don't know why you're complaining. but <laughs> Jack Reaper. Jack Reaper. Reacher. Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. Oh my goodness. I'm like the movie. No, not it's the movie. The early. man. Oh my Jack Reaper. Jack the Ripper. Can you can you see the pattern? Yeah. Well, the Black Dahlia's real name was Elizabeth Short. I like her name. It's a bit average, but okay. Elizabeth Short is like short. Yes. Do you think she was short? I don't think so. Well, they cut her in half and they laid her. She looked long. That on the that is <laughs> obviously she was mutilated. So. Um, she was born in July 1924 and died in ja- on January in January 1947. And she was a waitress living in Hollywood with the hopes of being an actress, as everyone was those days. Yeah. And let's just look at what the was found and what happened to her. So the body was found at 10 a.m. on January the 15th, 1947 by Betty Bursinger, who was taking her three-year-old daughter, Annie, on a morning errand to get her shoes fixed. Imagine you're just going to take your... And it was a kid. Mm. Could you imagine? Traumatized. Do you go closer with the kid? Let's go Let's see go what see. that no. is. <laughs> no. Stay behind me. Let me just check this out. Wait, the killer's here. So if you stay behind me, you can't when I look back. That is also true. See. Oh, no. <laughs> Stand behind me, but hold my hand. Yeah, yeah. Just don't look. Yeah. Um, and basically, when she saw the body, it was so pale. She thought it was a mannequin. Yeah. Okay. That's how unlifelike this thing looked. Yeah. This body, this thing, this body, sorry. Um, thing. And how it was described is that she was naked, lying face up. Her body had been split in half at the waist. She was oddly posed with her eyes open and her hands above her head with her ne- elbows bent, legs out straight and spread apart um she'd been hit over the head she had pieces of flesh cut out of her and the corners of her mouth had been cut into a smile and they were three inches long on both sides do you think and the body was drained of blood we don't know where said blood went because there was no blood on the scene and we've never found said blood do you think he no do you think he like killed her and she died and her eyes closed and you're like 
Open your eyes! That's gross. Because <laughs> you know, like, people, when they often find a dead body, they close their eyes. Do you think yeah, he, he was like, this is my odd piece, you stupid woman, how you close your eyes? Well, I mean, he cut her in half, so I don't think that mattered to him. Why he took pieces of her flesh in odd spots? My thing is, where are the flesh pieces and where's the blood? Was that to drain some of the blood as well, though? Was that like strategic? My question is, how does one drain all the blood out of a body? Do you just sit there like sucking out with or the Or do you leave her what? lying on top of like a, a thing at the bottom? and No, then you hang her, her upside down and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe. Okay, I don't want to. It's yeah, too no, 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 early no, no. to be thinking about this. Yeah. Um, the ally, al, al, I, <laughs> um identified her with her fingerprints and then they began circulating this flyer to try find out who she was and this is how they described her she was five foot six inches 118 pounds i don't know how many kilograms that is um black hair green eyes very attractive that's nice imagine mm-hmm. the police department saying you're very attractive even though you've got half a body you know what i mean <laughs> um she had bad lower teeth and she re- and she always it looked like she'd always chewed her fingernails like which lapd detective was like open her mouth we need to see her lower teeth. Like, or was her mouth open? We also don't know this Ooh. guy's artwork. I don't think so. In the photos, I don't think they were open. Her mouth. So, like, did they open her mouth and go, she has bad lower teeth? Like, maybe the autopsy. I don't know. I don't trust I this don't LAPD know. guy. Did he kill her? Anyway, they discovered it was Elizabeth Short who had moved to Hollywood in hopes of becoming an actress. And they named the newspaper at the time named her the Black Dahlia because she was said to always wear tight-fitting black clothes yeah. and her striking black hair. Mm. So, at, and it was very common at that time for newspapers to like give cases cool names. Yeah, yeah. This lady could have been in Grease Lightning. She really could have. Grease Lightning. So the evidence found that the autopsy revealed that she had died of hemorrhage and sh- there were shock marks on her legs, wrists, necks and right thigh that said she'd been bound and tortured. Um, we obviously said that there were the slits in the mouth, but the autopsy showed it had been done while she was alive. This man is sick. Yeah. Duh. And she also suffered a concussion because of the blow to the head. Cuts were clean, which we know that means must have surgical skills yeah. to have done it. Um and it was because of its proximity to Hollywood that it actually then grew making all these headlines. Yeah. Nine days after the killing, the letters started to arrive because all these psychos always send letters to the police. Do you want to be caught or, or like what is I your motive? It's again, it's those thrill killers. It's that yeah. game of you can't catch me type of thing. So in the letter contained her social security card, which is like an ID book, birth certificate photos, her address book, which had missing pages. Now, some people say it was probably she that the guy who killed her's name was in one of those pages. So they like ripped it out. Yeah. Which I mean is a smart thing to yeah. do. Um, and all the evidence had been cleaned with gasoline so there was no fingerprints. So... Because I learned self. that water doesn't erase fingerprints. Because yeah. they... They had done a study. They dropped, like, guns into the ocean. It was a legal study, like, FBI. And they, when they fished the guns out, the fingerprints were still intact. Mm. So, water doesn't do squat for fingerprints. But apparently gasoline does. <laughs> um, and the envelope was written in... They'd cut out, like, words from magazines and stuck it on. Yeah. To the front of the envelope. 
And during the investigation, hundreds of people were interviewed. 75 men on the address book were um, contacted. And over 300 medical students were investigated because we said it needed yeah. surgical skills. At one point, they, were, they did find fingerprints on the letter, that one of the letters that was sent, but they didn't have it on file. So, well, I suppose it was like the 30s. So, it wasn't that many technology. But it was also like the FBI. CIA. Yeah, we're going to get to the <laughs> We're going to get there. Because this is one of those cases. And there's three interesting suspects. And the first suspect is Robert Manley. Now, Robert Manley was a salesman and a formie, formie, former... <laughs> Words today are not coming out correctly. <laughs> Former army musician. And he had had a relationship with Short just a few months before they she her death. What happened was she was sitting at a bus stop. My man pulls up next to her. He's like, can I give you a ride? No, I didn't kill her. Why do you get in the car with someone you don't know? I don't know. Yeah, that's the first question though. That means the killer he looks just, for people like you, Elizabeth Short. He's just going to sort of pull up and be like, want to ride? Hell no. No. Who are you? Who Who have you killed? Show me your gun and your knife. Anyway, they they went on a couple of dates. They even lived together platonically for a couple of months. Um, Questionable, but anyway. How is that platonic if they were in a relationship? I don't know. It makes no sense. (laughs) But anyway. And anyway, it was said he was the last one to see Short alive because he um, dropped her off at the Biltmore Hotel on January the 9th at 6.30. And that was the last time she was actually ever seen alive. Mm. And then she showed up a couple of days, six days later, cut in half. Mm. Um, he pleaded innocence and he even took two polygraph tests. And in 1954, they gave him sodium pentanol. Now at the time, please note, it's the 50s. People were crazy back then. They thought this was truth serum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This man was probably high out of his mind going, I didn't get it. But you know what? Can I tell you? Think about it, right? If it's the 50s and everyone's just dumb back then, okay? And I tell you, we've discovered truth serum because it's also time of the red scare. People are scared of communists and all that kind of stuff. And I tell you, this is truth serum. Would your mind then be tricked into telling me the truth? I think you're trying to drag me so you can kill me. Because there was a study done where they took a helicopter and they blindfolded a guy and told them they were going to push him out the helicopter. But it was only a few feet off the ground. So he still broke a bone because his mind had said he was falling. Yeah. Hundreds of times. I guess that way, yeah. So do you think, because they don't, they think things exist, obviously. And they're like, it's true, it's true, it's true. It's true, true. it's just your brain like they... I think this guy was being honest. I don't think he did it. No, I don't think he did it. I don't. But here's the thing. Exactly 39 years. Exactly 39 years. To the exact date. January the 9th, 1886. He accidentally fell and died. Exactly. To the day. To the day. You think she came back and pushed him. Why did you leave me by myself? Apparently, (laughs) if you go to this hotel... That she was last seen at, you can see her as a ghost. Obviously, that's not true. Yeah, please. but apparently, it's like one of the tourist attractions. Yeah. You can see Elizabeth Short wandering the corridors, and then she disappears the into the wall, and then she comes back. And I don't know who the stuff, but yeah, anyway, anyway, we then wait. Is she mutilated like a ghost? No, I don't want to think of that. Yeah, you know, imagine her walking around <laughs> half an hour <laughs> like that with the arms in the air. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> 
Wait, <laughs> can you imagine just half the body chasing you? No. The other half goes this way, the other half goes that way. Where do you go? Okay. This is scary stuff, people. Can you just jump out the window? <laughs> this is probably what happened to this poor man. Shame. Um, we then have the mystery man. Now, this one, this is absolute nonsense if you ask me. And it was on the 50th anniversary of the killing that the last living investigator, Ralph Asdell, came forward and said he knew who did it all along. He said that there were witnesses' descriptions of the man in the car and he found said man, but never had enough evidence. But he won't even name the man. So how true can it be if you're not even willing to give me a name? I thought, it, I honestly think... Why don't you want to name it? Is it you, Ralph? Are you the one? No, can I tell you? He was old. He wanted last minute fame. So yeah, he's like, he I know who killed the black dolly. But, but I can't honest, tell you But I can't tell you. Like, that's Stupid absolute man. nonsense. And Get now, wait. We have... Now, guys, if this man didn't do it, the sky is not blue. Because the evidence... Is literally, if it was a snake, it would have bitten you because it's yeah. staring you in the face. Yeah. It is so obvious that this man has committed this crime. Yeah. And it's not the only one, but we'll, we'll get there. So we have George Hodel. Now, who was George Hodel? Um, actually, it was George Hodel's son, Steve Hodel, who published research, who was a former LAPD homicide detective, yeah. saying his dad killed the Black Dahlia. Okay. He was a wealthy doctor. Skills, surgical skills. He mm-hmm. wasn't a practicing surgeon, but he still had the skills. And his house was gorgeous, okay. just by the way. Really, really, really was. After his death, his son found two photos who he believes are Elizabeth Short. I looked at those photos. I believe it's they, they very, very close. Yeah. And, and he believes that his father and Short were in a relationship, okay? And they were even spotted together down in at a hotel in downtown LA. Okay, so... At the very least, they knew he each knew, other. Yeah. Okay. And obviously, she's like rich man. Um, doctor. Doctor, listen, this is a way to my fame. I'm exactly. Gonna, you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. So now let's look at the evidence. And my word, is there a lot of evidence towards this man? <laughs> okay. So not only does Steve, who is his son, believe that his father was responsible for the death of the Black Dahlia, he also believes he's, the, he's responsible for the death of a lady called Jean French, okay, whose murder occurred um, three weeks after the Black Dahlia, so on February the 10th, okay. She also received blood blood force trauma trauma to the head, okay, and her body was also really weirdly posed. But what's really interesting was the letters BD lipstick on her in red lipstick, okay, it was written on her. Yeah. Okay, BD Black Dahlia, the, um, the letters of BD matched the handwriting of the, um, what's it called? Letters sent the letter to the police, sent. yeah. And then Steve actually hired a forensic examiner and he says the handwriting is the same or similar to George Hodel. Now, here's the thing. There, are off, there have been many people to look at this and some say it's inconclusive. Some say no. Some say yes. Yeah. Here's my thing. I don't understand the thing of matching handwriting because I honestly think people can fake a handwriting. Yeah. I don't understand. Like, I can. I have about four different handwriting depending on what I'm doing. So I don't understand how this handwriting thing is even yeah. considered evidence. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because yeah. it's like, how easy is it to just write something, write something in some squonk handwriting? Yeah. It's not that difficult. Yeah. But anyway, this investigator did say that it was a match. Steve also remembers that at the time of the murder, 
there were these sacks of concrete that had been delivered to the house because they were doing remodeling. And the police had found those same sacks of concrete, the bags, near the murder scene. And they thought that's probably how he carried the body. Yeah. I mean, if you're carrying half, a, half and half of a person, you're going to get suspicious. Yeah. Okay, people are going to notice. George also drove a black car, which looked very similar to the descriptions that were given by witnesses. Okay. And here's another thing. So George... It's pointed out that his art, his art, his murder, actually, it's got similarities to a friend of his who was an artist. Yeah. And it says that the way the body was positioned is very similar to like a model statue he'd done. And the slits on the mouth um, are said to be inspired by the painting called Observatory Time with the Lovers. So again, it was this thing of and apparently he idolized this artist his name was man ray and he wanted to be an artist himself so was this because he was a psychopath his like sick delusional he's like attempt? i do medicine so let me mix my medicine with art haha <laughs> never mind to kill people <laughs> and make them art <laughs> they also in 2012 steve revisited his childhood ho- home with um, a search dog and a policeman and a production crew and they picked up scents of human decomposition in multiple locations yeah. and they even took soil samples. The thing is they said these soil samples could have been from anywhere from 100 to 20 years old. So it could have just people been just stay being murdered in this place. No, but it could have just been it, like 100 years prior it would have been, been like crazy Yeah, or someone could have died. You don't yeah. know. You don't know. But I mean the fact of the matter is, it was a couple of places yeah. in the garden that they yeah. found human decomposition. Okay? Do you then move out of the house if you're the current owner? Oh, hell yeah. I'm gone. Goodbye. I'm like selling you bye-bye. And I'll even take the lowest price. <laughs> I won't even try and make profit. Please, I'm like, just, just take, take it, it for anything. Just take it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, and then Steve went to... The, oh, here's, here's where the freaking police department starts to screw up once again. So Steve goes... And he asked to access the files. Okay. Now, what was interesting is at the time, they had actually snuck listening devices. Yeah. Into George. Now, why would you do such if you didn't think he was a prime suspect? Exactly. Okay. You don't just sneak into someone's house and put, and put listening, listening devices. devices. Do you think? I don't think people could do that this, these days. Do you think it's like still... I think it's a thing. We're not home all the time. We don't know what happens. Do you think people... Okay, that's a bit... Okay. <laughs> Secret cameras ah, okay. and listening no, devices. No. Okay. <laughs> so the recordings still don't, exi- um, don't exist anymore. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, but there were transcripts of yeah. the recordings. And one of them said, Supposing I did kill the Black Dahlia. They couldn't prove it now. They can't talk to my secretary because she's dead. You don't did anyone that. ever go and say who was his secretary? Let's find out if she's really okay, dead. First of all, who says that? Yeah. Who says that as a normal human being? Yeah. Okay. Another another tape describes a, like what sounds like a woman being attacked. Yeah. Okay. Now here's the thing. At that time, LAPD was known to be corrupt. Yeah. Like on steroids. Yeah. Okay. And th- there was one transcript that said, "This is the best payoff." I've seen between law enforcement agencies, I'd like to get a connection made in the DA's office. And then they still said, after reviewing these tapes, this man is innocent. You just heard a woman screaming on the tapes. Jeez. Dead. Okay. You're telling me you have tapes with such said on and you didn't arrest the man. Because straight after these tapes were, because then he got questioned. Yeah. 
My man's fled the country. Yeah. Like, what else do you want? What do you want him to no, do? But here's even better. The LAPD admits that much of the physical evidence from the case is not in the files and it's unclear as to where or why they are missing. You're telling me all the evidence, all the physical evidence just grew legs and walked away. It was just like, nah, this is this case too much for us. Listen, guys, we're packing up and going. Nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> listen here. Like, but I mean, George Hodel was not a great man. I mean, if you listen to what he did to his own daughter. Yeah. So his daughter's name was Tamar and she ran away from home. And when the police, she got to the police and she told the police some very... Guys, this makes me so angry. Yeah. <laughs> makes me so angry. So, like, her father had, like, given her to his friends mm. for their pleasure. He himself had done some very disgusting things to her. She even fell pregnant and yeah. gave up the child for adoption. And he was acquitted from the charges because he got all the family members to come in and say the daughter was lying. The, the they, think, that? they think it's because he was the main... Breadwinner yeah. of the family. So, so they were probably like, dude, shut up. This guy's giving us money. But I mean, okay, here's my thing. If you can do that to your daughter, yeah. then I don't, I actually am not surprised she'd got a woman in half. And else, yeah. I'm not surprised. Not at all. To your own daughter. Yeah. Your own daughter. I can't. It makes me so angry yeah. that this man was not arrested yeah. right there and then. He should have rotted in prison for the rest of his he freaking really life. Uh, anyway, he fled to Philadelphia in 1950. And guess what? The no. Philippines. Oh, Philippines. <laughs> Wrong place. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, Philadelphia is in America. <laughs> that wouldn't have been very... That, yeah, shame. <laughs> That's not very good at running. And in 1967, they found another body in Philippines. Yeah. And guess what? Why do these bodies keep following you, my sir? She was bisected. Yeah. She was found in an empty lot. Yeah. Just like the Black Dahlia. Mm -hmm. And Steve claims his father lived half a mile from the crime scene. You're telling me... Like, uh, what kind of coincidence do these cops believe in? Are you telling me these bodies keep following you? You know what I mean. And you are not guilty! (laughs) What? What are the chances that very similar MO happens in the Philippines and America? And it's not you. What it's are the not chances you. that it would be someone else? You're telling me that the, the killer also moved to the Philippines. You know what I mean? the same place he was like, lived. Where's George Hodel going? Oh, a mile away from... Let's go. Like what? Okay, what? Whatever. Okay, he moved back to the States in 1990 and died in 1991 at the age of 91. He even lived until 91. It's disgusting. This man should have rotted in jail. I'm just yeah. saying. The case remains open and unsolved. 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 No. There was a sh- when in my research I was watching this video and the one guy commented on the video, this is the most solved unsolved case. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Cause he did it. Fight me. Fight me on this. I this ma- you cannot change my mind. Yeah. You cannot change my mind. This man killed her. I'm convinced. I'm yeah. actually convinced. And actually Stephen Kay, who's a district attorney in two thousand and three, said I would have no reservations about filing two counts of murder I say against three. Dr. George Hoda. Three? Yes, I also agree three. And add child abuse and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And who knows what else he did? And he should have 
got the death penalty with no food at the end. They should have yeah. denied his last meal. Do you understand they should how have angry given him a glass of water and said, you're not going to drink this glass of water. <laughs> no, they actually, you know what you should do? You should put, a, you put him, you know those rooms where you can see into the other room? Yeah. And all the nice food is there. Yeah. And he's sitting there with nothing. And you yeah. watch other people eat that food. <laughs> exactly. Just watch them. Just watch his daughter eat all the food. Exactly. This gruesome. Stupid idiot. No, but I we don't want him to watch his daughter because we also don't know how he'd be looking at That's him. also true. Okay, we'll just say yeah. the police officers can yeah. eat the food. Because I'm sorry. Like I said before, the evidence, I'm telling you now, he w- they, they, they got the tapes. They called him in for questioning. Yeah. He paid them off and fled. I'm yeah. telling you, there is no other explanation. There's no it's other way. just... There are too many dots that are connecting here. Yeah. It it has to be him. I don't understand yeah. why why it's not said yeah. solved. FBI, do your job. Please do your Please. job. Please. I, I, I mean, we don't even have access to all the case files and all of that. Or and higher it's, it's as staring we can at, He's higher us, actually. But it's staring you in the face. It's staring you in the face. He did... Uh, I'm actually so angry that this man was never arrested. Today, I would like to be bold and brave on decoding the crime person. Say, you know what, FBI, you guys mess up everything. And I'm not (laughs) going to say I'm scared of you. Don't come find me, but you guys mess up everything and you lose evidence. Lose LAPD. Yeah, you as well. Got got our eyes on you now. Disgusting. So, not surprised. Yeah. But, um, honestly... Uh, this re- it made me so angry. <laughs> I was getting so angry. I was yeah. literally sitting there. I was like, oh, I just want to freaking put the handcuffs right. on him myself. Yeah. He's dead now. Yeah. But like. Who knows how many other people he killed? And my thing is, that's the thing. How many other people did he yeah. kill? Yeah. How many we other only people know did three. he kill? We, there are only three that have been connected to him but yeah a man's could have gone on a freaking killing spree like the casanova killer and we would never know because why we live and maybe know. it could have been a drag killer maybe he was drinking their blood just you crazy. that's gross well that i mean the gross. blood does disappear yeah how to go somewhere mm. that's disgusting yuck okay no anyway yeah from now until next time <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no <I'm> mourners <laughs> no funerals Join the Active FM shows. Well, then catch us on Instagram at Active FM Triple Seven, Twitter and Gab at Active FM, Facebook at Active FM forward slash Triple Seven, as well as YouTube at Active FM and our website at www.activefm.co.za. Don't stop. Don't hesitate. Find, follow, and enjoy us on all our different platforms. You don't want to miss out.